0: Heavenly Father, I pray that it is you preaching your word today.
1: May your Holy Spirit open our ears, open our hearts, that we may hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
0: Glory be to thee, O Lord, forever and forever. Amen. I'd like to welcome all the people who are online.
1: Greetings and blessings to you all in the name of Jesus, and thank you for being with us today. Good morning, church. I was... Can you turn it down (laughs) because my word... I was asked by Pastor Dora to share a testimony... A short testimony, and please, can you please highlight it mentally short? <laughs> uh, short testimony on how the, the church here in Water Springs Faith Church has affected our lives. What impact has the church had on our lives? When Pastor Dora asked me that, uh, the word impact
0: stayed on my mind. thought about it. Everywhere I went, I thought about the word impact. And
1: all of a sudden it came to mind that film, that Bruce Willis film, I think it's called Deep Impact, where, where there are thousands of meteorites hurtling towards Earth at tremendous speed, but there was this one particular large meteorite that was going to cause cause such havoc, destruction and devastation if it hit uh, some countries, especially the United States. It would create such havoc, lives would be lost, infrastructure would be destroyed, and life would, would not be the same.
0: And I thought to myself, surely this is not what Pastor Dora wanted me to talk about. The church
1: by no means at all has had that kind of impact upon our family
0: and upon our lives and our walk with Jesus. There hasn't been any 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 attacks on us. We haven't had any negative we haven't had any can you turn it down a bit? Yeah, sorry. There hasn't been any
1: uh, negative, negative, destructive comments uh, coming towards us from the church. We have been so blessed to be part of this church. And I hope I have not had that kind of impact upon you and upon the church. But thankfully, the English language is rich. And the word impact, although it has a destructive meaning, Although it has a meaning that is bad, that is negative,
0: it also has a very strong creative meaning. It's creative, encouraging, and strengthening the kind
1: of impact that people can have on other people or things that happen can have a good and positive
0: impact on us. Positive effects, positive and good influence. I still remember the first time I entered this church.
1: You know, uh, our bodies have these uh, built-in senses they have these built-in indicators that immediately relates to us what is happening and gives gives us tells us whether we we are comfortable with what's going on whether we like it or there, there's some kind of tension. Our bodies are tell us when in an, when we're in a situation that is different that we are not used to a situation that is strange. Situations that we are not familiar with, our bodies
0: immediately tell us whether you, you, you're, you're good in this situation or not. I still remember the first time when the church, when we entered the church.
1: You know, our, our bodies have these senses that really he's telling us. He's telling me, when I opened the door, when I saw, uh, I heard singing. That was the first thing I heard, was singing. And then I looked around and I saw so many Asians, whoa, Whoa. so many Asians. Then I looked around again, there's the dark-skinned people. Uh, I think there were Aboriginals. There were Africans here also when we first came to the church. And then I looked around again and I saw people of the same color as me. And I thought to myself, oh no, there are islanders here too. <laughs> yeah,
0: my body was telling me, um, hey, you better get out of there, mate. Go, leave now. But I didn't. I didn't go, I stayed.
1: Then I looked on stage and there was. This lady singing, she was, seems like she was leading the worship. And I later found out that that was Pastor Dora.
0: And I said to myself, what? They have lady pastors here? They they don't allow that where we come from.
1: And and my body was, my my senses were working overtime and he said,
0: it's time to go, mate. You're still here, yeah yeah I didn't leave either. I walked right to the front, sat at the the place
1: where we're sitting now, and for the past six years, we haven't changed the place we have sat. We've sat right there. I reckon that deserves a clap <laughs> The singing continued. There was raisings
0: of hand, shouting of hallelujah, praise the Lord. All new to me. But strangely enough, no more did I feel like leaving. Not that I felt like
1: oh, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna raise my hands as well, I'm gonna say shout hallelujah. I didn't feel like that at all, but I was okay with where I was at at that time. And as, I attend, uh, as we attended the church more and was constantly in this
0: atmosphere of worship, we no longer felt like I'm new here. I'm an outsider looking in. No longer did I feel strange, did I feel
1: odd, that I'm not supposed to be here. I just felt good. Like what David said in Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me,
0: let us go to the house of the Lord. It was a joyful occasion. There was
1: attending this church it has brought a a desire and a longing into my heart to be in the house of the Lord it's a place where you want to be it's a place where you feel and you know that you belong you belong to the church It's it's your home church, it's a place where you are refreshed a place where you you are given rejuvenated, you are nourished, you are nurtured, you are stirred up. There is a building up, there is a growing, there is a changing from glory to glory. Positive impacts of growing, of changing by being in the atmosphere of
0: God and God's people. That's how we felt. That's how we feel now. And that's probably a reason why we made this our, our church for nearly six years now. I thank the Lord for the church. You feel like you're a part of a whole. You're no longer someone else.
1: You're a part of the family. It's my family.
0: It's my church family. That's where I belong. Glory be to God. Okay, I think I think I've covered that short testimony. Yeah. yeah. In experiencing this sense of being part of the church, of belonging,
1: I sensed and felt a bonding come, a coming together. felt a source of uh, a sense of purpose that developed into a desire to work together for a common goal that that was some some of the feelings that I had that the church gave to me that there is this need to work together to be part of the church. I felt like I was or we were the church was appointed and called and separated for something special together, to work together as church members, working together. I'm, we are part of
0: this church. That is the kind of atmosphere and the feeling that God gave into our hearts. We were part of this family. It didn't matter where we were different, different ethnic groups. Different origin group, even with
1: speaking the different languages and that. I felt that we were brought together by forces unknown for the building up of the kingdom of God.
0: Praise the Lord. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. It
1: is like oil upon the head, running down the beard,
0: the beard of Aaron, running down his garments. <coughs> it is like the dew of Hermon descending on the Mount of Zion. And there the Lord has commanded his blessing life forevermore. Unity is good. It is pleasant. It is precious. Unity. It's something we should work for, strive for, and give our all to be in union, unity with one another. Excuse me. Sometimes this unity is not found in churches.
1: Sometimes there are church not having this unity that, that they make differences over unimportant issues. They create division by people uh, having some some issues with other people. There are times when we become uh, a judging church. We look at our brothers and sisters as though they are different. They Even a smallest fault, we try to magnify the faults.
0: That is not what Jesus and the Spirit tells us. Some cause divisions. But unity is important. And that's one of the
1: of the greatest gifts also that we discovered in this church. The unity of the believers in the church. To take one another and, uh, and accept them as they are. We came into this church, like I said, when we came first came to this church, we didn't know how to, how we were going to be received. And I think that's, that's the thing we sometimes face
0: in life. We, we look at people as though they are different. They're not like us. We try to magnify the
1: faults of other people. But that is not the lesson that Jesus taught us.
0: We were taught to accept each other in love, in forgiveness, in humility. That is the way of Jesus. That is the way of Jesus. Unity unites the church as a people, people of God. We've been called to a purpose.
1: God has put us apart for a purpose. Unity renews and revitalizes ministry because we don't think about the tensions. We don't think about the issues that we may have with each other. No. No. Above all, we exalt what Jesus has given to us as an example to accept one another. Living in unity doesn't mean that we have to agree with everything that other people say. Not at all. But we all agree on our purpose. We all agree on the purpose that we have in this church, and that is to magnify the name of Jesus, to let people know about the salvation that God has freed us and forgiven us from all the powers of darkness and from the sin. We are a forgiven people. That is what we have to magnify. The unity that we share tells people that we have this common love to let the salvation of God be known by everybody that we touch and we come across. We are sacrificial, sacrifice, Sacrificially set apart
0: and separated for God's service. Amen. So church, let's let's keep on living in this unity. The unity that God sent his son.
1: He died on the cross that we may be one in him that we may take Jesus into our hearts and he will be the force. He will be the power that keeps us united. We all have different uh, ideas. We we all have different ways of achieving the purpose. But let's stick
0: to the ways that Jesus has shown us. I don't think I'd be doing justice to the... To the impacts that the
1: church had on us as a family and as believers, if, it, if I don't say
0: anything about the teachings and the preachings that we received within this church, we
1: attended uh, uh, we attended Malua Theological College for four years, from 1976 to 1979. We we received and. A scholarship to further our education in the Pacific Theological College in Suva, Fiji. However, we, we didn't uh, uh, we didn't go on we didn't take the scholarship as we were called
0: as we were called to the ministry. My wife and I were introduced
1: to lessons and teachings. On many, many subjects, with when we first came into the church. Our first uh, month, we were introduced into the teachings such as speaking in tongues,
0: tithe and offering, fasting, um, healing, gifts and fruits of the Spirit, and more. Teachings that Pastor Dora. Conducted, uh, and these teachings were not just a one-off thing.
1: These teachings went on for maybe a week on some of the some of the lessons. So much time was spent on that. Even in, even in our experience in theological college, I think the theological colleges were mainly uh, uh, and to impact the mind to feed you with facts, but there was no real impact on what it said, what effect it can have on your life. We would, were would just fed this, our minds were being fed continually by facts and theological, theological ideas uh, and, and principles. But to really feel the impacts of these teachings in our lives, we, we experienced that when we came into these classes with Pastor Dora. That's another huge impact that the church has had on our lives. And I think it, it is a good thing that we, maybe the, the lessons, if Pastor Dora is listening, she may, she may try and start these lessons again, I don't know. But anyway, it's a good thing to be well-versed in the Word of God, to read the Bible, To know what we believe in, to know all the gifts that has been given to us, to know the power that we have, that we have in Jesus, and that power has been given to us, it's time to exercise that power. Don't you think? It's time we exercise that power as a church, as individuals, as believers,
0: to exercise that power in our lives. It wasn't, you know, like it was it wasn't
1: just one off lessons. It went on for, for a few days, then we changed to another subject. Very enlightening,
0: very, very precious and to the heart. Felt felt in the heart. The other not only the, the teachings impacted us, but the preaching, the preaching of the word of God. It was so
1: different from what we were used used to listening to uh, on the islands. It was so different in that it felt real. It felt that it was something that was directly spoken to me. It felt that I felt that I... I have been blessed to listen to it, and it's telling me
0: something that I have to do, listening to the preaching of the word here. Praise God. It was so easy to listen to. It didn't feel like um, I was being judged. It didn't feel like I was, I was being telling, told
1: my faults. Sometimes I remember a guy
0: who said to me, "You know when I go to church and listen to the sermons, it seems like the sermon is probably is missing everybody else, but it 's smacking me right in between the eyes.
1: You know that kind of attitude i didn 't feel that like I was being judged you 're wrong you 're bad chained no if if there were if there were lessons for me to be learned, they were given in the, in the spirit of love, in the spirit, in the spirit of encouragement. It wasn't telling me I was wrong or whatever. It's correcting me, of course. But it gave, it gave me the joy to listen and to know that I have to change my
0: ways. I have to change my ways. Lastly, uh, I want to finish on this. What happens after an impact? What happens after an impact? Well, first of all, I think there's a collision and there is a
1: change. Something has to change. When, you, when two cars come together, there's an impact. Broken windows, the cars are probably written off. And when a, a rugby player clashes into another player, uh, and if it's a, a head high tackle, yeah, he's down. And after an impact, something has to happen.
0: I believe that after uh, any impact, Things have to happen. Like the, the the prodigal son. After spending all the money he had from his father, he had to find some way of living, of
1: getting some food. He ended up feeding somebody's pigs.
0: And When he was there feeding the pigs, looking at the food, all of a sudden it dawned upon him, man, what am I doing here? My father has got so much. All his servants have enough food for themselves. What, What am I doing here? Wanting to eat what the pigs were eating. The impact that that had on the son. I've been impacted like that. God has touched my heart in such a way that I know I have to go back to my father. I know that God also speaks to you when things go wrong, or, or when we we leave the old uh, things
1: that we're used to, and we try to find a new way of life, and all of a sudden we're faced with so many problems. Our good Father in Heaven always makes an impact that tells us that we have to go back to Him, that we have to return to Him, that life without Him is nothing. Life outside the Father's house it's a life of misery. It's a life of being poor. It's a life of no good. Similarly, um, I wonder what the woman, you know, the woman that was brought by the Pharisees and bringing bringing her to Jesus. And Jesus, this woman was caught was caught committing adultery.
0: What shall we do with her? And Jesus said after riding on the, on, on the sand and on,
1: on, the, on, on the earth, Jesus said to them, well, for those of you who has, have no sin, you throw the first stone. And he bent down and carried on riding on, on the ground. And after a while, Jesus looked up and, and there was no one around and he said to the lady, um, where,
0: where are the people who condemned you? And, and the lady said, there's none, no one, they've all gone. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful to hear?
1: Isn't it beautiful to hear? I mean, what What do you think the impact that that those words spoken by Jesus had on this lady? What if it was me? What if it was you and Jesus said to you, neither do I condemn you? Yeah. We are so blessed to, serve, to have a loving and forgiving father. Yeah. And, and Jesus said
0: to, to, to the woman, go and sin no more. That's a calling for us. That's what Jesus is saying to us you have been forgiven, I
1: don't condemn you, for there is no condemn- condemnation to those who are in Christ,
0: but sin no more. That has to be uh, a calling upon our lives. That is something
1: we should all apply to ourselves. As believers in Jesus, as people who have been saved, who have been called, it is
0: our will not to sin again. We are not to sin again. An impact changes. The prodigal son was saved and changed. The woman who was brought before Jesus who committed adultery The impact of Jesus saying to her, I don't condemn you, changed her life. Jesus is speaking those words to you, to us. Whatever problem we are going through, whatever issues in life we have trouble with, Jesus is there to help. And when we go to him, he will say to us, neither do I condemn you, but sin no more. We have to try and live a life free of sin, a life that
1: is totally dedicated to Jesus. Because to be saved
0: is to be changed from death to life, spending eternity in hell, To spending life with the forever, forever with Jesus. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are called to impact the
1: world by our faith and our lives lived in faith in Jesus Christ. Many lives and events impacted the development of our world and civilization.
0: There were explorers, scientists, artists, philosophers, inventors, <clears throat> conquerors,
1: mathematicians, and many other. These people had so much impact on the development of the world and civilization. They
0: have gone, but their uh, their tasks still remain but they have passed on. No one, even these people, no one ever impacted the world like Jesus Christ, our Lord. The impact he had on the world changed the world from darkness into light,
1: changed the world from death into life, changed the world to be good over evil. That is the impact Jesus had on, our, on, on the world and civilizations and the life that he offers us now. And we have been called as a church and as believers in God to make a change wherever we are, to make an impact, to influence people's lives to touch people's lives, to change, to make a difference to who people are, to call them from the darkness into the light, to bring them into the life that is in Jesus. That is our calling. Impact the people. Have an influence on them. Influence them for the good. For the good. For the good. Jesus has called us to be this impact. Is there such a word? People who can make an impact on the lives of other people. That is our calling, and that is what we have to strive to do each and every day. Make a difference to people who live in sin, who live in the darkness, who face all sort of who are always having problems with life because of the way that they live. You are to show them the way. You are to show them the way of how they can change of how they can become people in the power of Jesus Christ who have been transformed from the darkness into
0: the light of his kingdom. We praise and thank God that he has made us worthy
1: to carry his anointing, that he has made us worthy to be part of this transformation, to transform the life of people, change their life, you make a difference you make a difference in the people of in people's lives so church
0: thank you for for listening and i challenge you all to make an impact to go out and make an impact on people's lives change them change them
1: make them to be like jesus to be saved bring them
0: into the kingdom of jesus the Son of God. Glory be to God.